0: baking sure Tom, for those of you who don't know thomas is a like a really good baker
1: like no yes no thomas, i can kind of make bagels thomas makes very good bagels so ooh, i did make cinnamon rolls one time and they were delicious My <gasps> voice this, is kind of back
0: this is what i'm saying you're a good baker yoshi leave me I'm, I'm casting a pod right now i'm not this is not about you this is not you time yoshi's my dog every podcast is someone's first podcast um, Thomas is a good baker he, and he, Thanksgiving morning, um, I woke up and I'm just kind of hanging out my PJs getting ready to, you know, get food together to head to like a family Thanksgiving kind of thing. And all of a sudden T for himself rolls up in front of our house with an aluminum foil package full of bags. Bagels. So I gave
1: you blueberry, but you don't really like
0: blueberry. Oh, I like blueberry. We're good. I made a I made a breakfast sandwich with those blueberry bags. Mm. It was very good. But um, that's not the reason I bring this up. One, it's very kind that you like served your friends by on Thanksgiving, which is a hard day for everybody, food prep wise, you made ancillary food from scratch that wasn't for family Thanksgiving that you just gave to your friends. Hmm. in memory of hot bagel r.i.p
1: yeah r.i.p in
0: peace um (laughs) and they were good bagels but the reason i bring this up is because nora our second child she like if it's on if it's a break she that child can sleep man she like like she could sleep well into the afternoon she hibernates yeah she she really does and um it's okay Yosh. Mm, that's good coffee.
1: Um, How was yours? You drank it already. <laughs> yeah, Lee makes espresso from scratch. I think he grows the beans in his backyard, grinds them in Colombia. Has a, a <laughs> he has some land in Colombia where he grows coffee. And I I go down there on the on the private. He jet. flies his Vespa. That's not what that is. A Vespa is a little scooter. <laughs> Cessna.
0: Um, yeah. So um, Nora, who has the power of just sleeping in infinitely, she finally kind of like groggily gets up against her will on Thanksgiving. She just doesn't have any energy. She doesn't want to be awake and everything. And I was like, Hey Nora. And she just looked at me like, why would you speak to me? Like, she just gave me this, she was looking daggers at me. And I was like, Hey, by the way, uh, Thomas brought over some bags. And instantly she brightened up, like her eyes got huge, her eyebrows went straight up, and she goes, <gasps> She like breathed in and she was like
1: Tom's bags? Tom <laughs> Tom's <Tum-tum's> bags. <laughs> Aw. And then she wrote an ode to them, a poem. It was fantastic.
0: Will you read the poem?
1: I gotta find yeah, it. Yeah, Nora, so Nora had a bag
0: which she's a big fan of Thomas's bags anyway, but she loves Thomas's blueberry bags. So he hit gold. Like he struck gold by bringing us the blueberry and Nora decided to, like, she was so overwhelmed by the gift of the bagels that she responded by writing an ode to Thomas.
1: This is fantastic. Here's the text. I got Thomas period. You magnificent beast period. (laughs) This is for you. Colon. (laughs) Ode to a Thomas bagel. Your smooth brown top shines brightly, yet it doesn't feel sticky, not even a little. Blueberries, which usually appear unsightly, don't sink to the bottom. They rest in the middle. <laughs> your even coloring is pleasing to the eye. Your gentle dough couldn't taste any greater. And your flavors make me want to cry. But instead, I will thank Jesus for this bagel and its creator. Wow. Oh man. Is so sweet. What a...
0: I mean, I feel like that that's how you Thanksgiving right there. Well, so
1: it means, it, it, it just means more. Because, <laughs> because
0: I literally thought you were going to do that.
1: <laughs> I started and then I was like, I SEC football.
0: <laughs> he said, he was going to say it means more. And then for the SEC football fans out there, he
1: said, it just means, more. it just means more. Because Nora is probably the best baker I know, Mm -hmm. so when she and she, I want to, she deserves some like props because very early on in my bagel career, she criticized them for me. Wow, you you don't remember this? No, I do remember it. She gave the critique. I remember
0: what happened because she was like, "Hey, I need to talk to you," and I was like, "What?" and she was like, "Look, Thomas's bagels are very good. His blueberry bagels are not good." do you think that you weren't he that would, harsh when you realized it was like, do you think that he would receive like some feedback on it? And I was like, of course he would receive feedback. Yeah, He's give a me humble the, guy. Give me the and theme. by the way, he wants it to be good.
1: Yeah. I want to be good at things. Yeah. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> Crap. He hit me together. In my one to must be, be Hey, you are good my at my mother's things, womb. Yeah, he I will say, me, yeah.
0: I will say this. Thomas is very good at, I see this I what okay like Thomas is probably the one of the best like hand eye coordination people I know, so like anything that involves hand eye coordination, like baseball, football f- ultimate frisbee, like I'm assuming tennis, we've never played tennis. Like ping pong, you're good at ping pong, pickleball, that kind of stuff. You're great at that stuff. I know exactly what's going on right now. But, but I know exactly what's going on. And this is a Christmas themed. But if you put if you put Thomas on ice skates, (laughs) that's a (laughs)
1: disaster. Holy cow! any any skating situation. I'm pretty good on like a Razor scooter, inline skates, inline skateboarding, ice skating. Oh gosh. But also there's a fear. You've never seen more of a fish out of water. There's a fear for me. I'm afraid. I'm terrible at it. But because I'm terrible at it, I know I'm going to fall and I'm afraid somebody's going to come by and th- slice my fingers off. You never thought about that? You're on the ground, somebody can't control themselves, you're like trying to get up and bye-bye go your There fingers. goes my rings rolling across the ice. <laughs> gross this is a family show what really <laughs> <laughs> i just imagined like some but, i just remember i just imagined like like a mom and dad sitting on a couch with their two little kids
0: listening to ancient cup
1: <laughs> chin cupped in their hands listening to a radio episode of ancient new. listening to ancient new like on an old school like yeah like turned a turned out radio. radio exactly yeah, it's, while they get
0: Thomas bagels out of the convection oven. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Whoa, wow. So okay, here's my so <clears throat> so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So Nora came back at you with, I really like your bagels. I think I think you could improve the blueberries bagels in this way. And you like had the humility to receive that. And your blueberry bagels are bangers. That'd be crazy not to. Blueberry banger bagels are bangers. Blueberry ba- bagels are bangers. bangers. Mm-hmm. billy's blueberry bakers bangers and mash welcome to ancient news this, this is a podcast hi where
1: thomas and lee talk about some scriptures and various other things including and baking. Uh, yeah apparently this is t- so i know exactly what it happened i'm really thankful for it it was really kind of you what do you mean well i've had i've had some discouraging weeks and you just decided hey. like like a thanksgiving turkey you just stuck the injector in me and well, puffed
0: me I, up. i wanted everybody to hear the ode to the bagels because i well, thought it was fantastic yeah. and i hope that one day all of the listeners of ancient and new get to try one of the thomas bagels do you think donna from um hot bagel listens to this show
1: <laughs> i almost said something so cheeky <laughs> it might be like no because yeah no uh I have Kylie, man. I'm about to Facebook message her and ask for some bagels. She'll make them on request.
0: Oh, yeah. Can, can you take us to a place in the holy scriptures?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be in Isaiah 41. Wow,
0: my man is still rocking through Isaiah. He <laughs> still got like 23 chapters after this. A lot, a lot, a lot.
1: But I, oh, I just been really enjoying this. I've been taking it. Five chapters. What? Sorry, 25 chapters. Oh,
0: sorry. Excuse me. Thank you. I was just like I, I for a second forgot how many chapters are in Isaiah
1: is it 66 is 66 isn't that interesting it's super interesting and then there's 66 books of the bible right mm-hmm. what's That's up with that good. hey which is it's now we're a bible numerology
0: podcast what they don't want you yeah, to what know they don't, <laughs> yeah,
1: which, <laughs> every bible does not never mind all right so isaiah 41 we're gonna be in verse 17
0: oh okay
1: i'm gonna read a little bit for a i'm gonna read a lot bit for a little bit okay does that make sense You're good at reading too. So my like, if you, I I haven't had a voice for a few days. So if I just crack in the middle of this, I sound like my guitar teacher. (laughs) Literally last night, our
0: our area director for Young Life before club was like, "Will somebody read the scripture?"
1: And he goes, "Andy goes, anybody but Thomas." (laughs) (laughs) Last night was like way worse. Yesterday was a disaster. Today I woke up with a little bit more ability to speak, but if my this is how my guitar teacher they're just like down here. Yeah. R.I.P. Again. R.I.P. Kenny. Tom Fox. Tom Fox. The first song he taught me. You wanna know what it was? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. No, I wish it. W- he did teach me that one though. That'd, That'd be been pretty cool. It was La Bamba. Did you know that? Wow, I didn't like, know that. Not joking. Do, La Bamba. and we like learned it, and he was like, "Do you know what that song is?" And I was like, "No clue." And then he said, "I was like, oh, duh. Of course I know La Bamba." Right. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Verse seventeen. The poor and needy search for water, but there's none. Their tongues are parched with thirst, but I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will make rivers flow on barren heights and springs within the valleys. I will turn the desert into pools of water and the parched ground into springs. I will put in the desert the cedar and the acacia, the myrtle and the olive. I will set junipers in the wasteland, the fir and the cypress together, so that people may see and know, may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this. That the Holy One of Israel has created it. So, dude, you love
0: this passage because this is well, literally landscaping. Which
1: is funny. So, like, <laughs> this
0: is you a, would think this is a landscaping passage. You
1: will, you would think, you would think that's what I was going to land on. Thomas has a minor in landscape design. Well, from that, the University okay, that's, of Tennessee that's not exactly true. If you if you were to like, he's all but dissertation. No, I'm like a few. I'm hours away. So I can't say that I have a minor. We're always I, a play away, Tom. Well, thank you. It just means but I, I just I didn't have it in me to take twenty one hours my final semester at college, so I right. didn't actually get a minor. But I took like all the classes. Okay, my bad. So, yeah. but this is a I don't landscaping... want to mislead the public by saying I have a degree that I don't have. This is a landscaping passage of the <laughs> yeah yeah. It would <laughs> be scapes. unfair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. So that being said, you would think based on the first two thirds of this, that's where I was going to land, but it's not. I just. That actually, it was one of those things where I was reading this bright and early and in the morning, and like I was kind of half awake
0: I yawned. Like, I feel like you're doing theater right now. I'm You're not like yawning to, while I'm you're trying like, to. It was B&E. Uh, uh, I was BE. Yeah, all, all
1: of a sudden, we're on Prairie Home Companion. We're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, we'll Then I walked to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so like the, I, the, the first half of this, or the first two thirds of this, I read. It didn't really catch my eye because I was, it just had, it, like sometimes early enough in the morning, something really has to jump out at me to catch me and you know, I'm kind of admitting just a scripture, jump <laughs> I'm kind of admitting my faults here in my, my quiet time at times. Like if it's, if it's one of those like 5 fifteeners, 15ers and the coffee hasn't fully hit yet, I'm oh, yeah. like, you know, I may, I may miss some stuff, Yeah. but so what did actually jump me out, jump out to me was the part where it says the Lord says, so that people may see and know and may consider and understand that the hand of the Lord has done this and the Holy one of Israel has created it. So even more specifically, so that people may see and know, may consider and understand. Um, and I, we, we were talking about this thing last night in our, um, in our little pre club meeting, just about Advent and waiting and taking our time. And I've realized that something I'm like, I don't, I can't say good at cause I'm not, but there's a few areas in my life that I'm very specifically good at taking my time and being really intentional about mm. looking for things. Agree. Like birding, I'm a birder, so like literally and fly fisherman and fly. There's there's like very specific things where it's like you don't want your phone with I you. Don't yeah. I do you don't I want to be rushed. I want to do this, and I. It's intentional. Like yeah. birding for me is extremely intentional, which is silly. Like, it, but it is like it. I, there's a lot of times I'm late to things because I am taking an extra five minutes just to stop and look mm. and um that's all it is i was i was thinking about this the other day like um i i have spotted a hundred a hundred species of birds in anderson county this year which is wow, crazy right are you up to like number 17 yet i think i'm probably i think i'm in the top 15 wow and i would say a vast majority of those have been in my backyard dang which is like my yard's not special, it's not. The, there's a couple of cool things about it. Like I'm in between a couple of greenbelt spaces, and there's two really giant white oaks that the birds really like. And I've played in. I've planted native plants. But that being said, like I think my theory I've realized is I just take time mm. to stop and watch and That's look. Good work. And I have a back deck where, I, like, if I'm if I'm going somewhere, I'm gonna leave five minutes early because I know I'm gonna stop there for five minutes, listen and watch all around me for what's going on. <laughs> Um, and just kind of in the season of Advent and, you know, everyone talks about the waiting and all that stuff, which I think, you know, that's a, that's a cool, a cool practice to take on. Um, but in that time in the waiting and all that stuff that comes with Advent, I I was just this, this little thing that, so people may see and know, may consider and understand Um, just considering and understanding what the Lord has done in my life. And I think for me that does at times, it it takes a practice of me being patient and thinking about that and taking a moment, thinking about that. This was a verse that I could have easily glazed over because I had just done that with a lot. And for whatever reason, this caught my attention and it helped me this, I think I did read this this morning. I don't remember, but to take a moment and like consider and understand the hand of the Lord has done this, that the Holy one of Israel has created it. What are some things about that in my day in my week in my life currently where I can just, I'm, I'm going to intentionally be slow about this and think about this. Um, because I said, I said that I am good at that in a few areas of my life, right? Like I'm good at getting up. And I don't even want to say that because I don't do it as much as I'd like, but getting up at 5:30, tying time to fly on my line and standing in a river for five hours you know and like fishing the same spot knowing that there's fish there just got to get the right thing or um going slow as i move about my day like even like okay i'm driving down the road i the other day it happened to me i was driving by um gaio and jc's market right there you know just like i drive that road probably three times a day you know it's just very common and i noticed a group of like 12 birds fly really fast and peel off and go into a bush. And I was like, oh there's a bunch of cedar wax wings. I could just tell by the way they were flying. And I like pulled over and looked at them. I was like, yes. So cool. But just like things like but i so I'm good at that's what I was saying. I'm good at that in a couple areas of my life. I'm terrible about it pretty much everywhere else. Okay. I'm pretty much like go, 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 go. What's next? Like, don't take a break. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Faster, faster, faster. Um and I I think it's easy for me to like categorize things the Lord has done in my life and say, it's very obvious he's done this. But what if I did that broad spectrum and Mm. thought about everything he's doing in my life, not just the obvious things, but, and it would require me to kind of take a break and hit pause. Does that make sense? Yes. Throw out a parachute and just go to slower pace. Our friend Janet was talking last night about how she moves. She has decided in the past three months, it was amazing. It blew my mind, but, um, she has a four year old daughter who Janet said is just move slowly in everything she does. And Janet said for pretty much her entire life, she's been speeding her up saying like, come on, we've got to go. we got to go. we got to go, go at my pace. And Janet said for the past three months, she's decided to change that and say, I'm going to go at Gwen's pace. Wow. And she said, it means that we have hour and a half lunches. It takes an hour and a half to go to the grocery store. Cause she pushes the buggy. I have to stand in the rain while she buckles, buckles herself in. I was just like, that is fantastic. It was so good. That's what I want to do. And in that talk about and think about and consider and understand what the hand of the Lord has done in my life and what he has created. I love that. And and I'm super glad that
0: you not only broke that down and explained it and had the vulnerability to say, I need to grow in this in some places of my life, but I recognize that I can and am motivated in other places in my life to do it. And I'm also glad you brought up that Janet thing. Can I say something about the landscaping potential of this scripture? Hey, it'd be a shame if we did not Okay. I just want to talk about the fact that the last, as as the Lord is talking about what he's going to plant, as he makes rivers flow on barren heights, and this whole thing is about not forsaking people. It's just really cool. It's like, I'm not going to give up on them. I'm not going to quit on them. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to do certain things so that they will see that I am not going to quit on them. Like that's kind of... That's kind of the, my, that was my takeaway as I, like, that was my 30,000 foot view of this. So I thought it was really cool that, um, I don't know what an acacia looks like. Is that, um, is that more of a either. bush or something like that? A myrtle is deciduous, right? Do you know? And olive definitely is, right?
1: E- Ooh, yes. Olive,
0: yeah. And olive is like a, olive is a, Ooh. a fruit bearing. Yes. Acacia tree is cool, um, but so I, again, I don't know that much about the acacia, the myrtle, uh, the myrtle, and I know a little bit more about an olive. Although an olive is a funky deciduous plant, it's like a, not not exactly what you would think about not like
1: a not like a maple or a or an oak or something like that. So acacia, like as soon as I show you this picture, you're going to know exactly what it is. Just like oh wow, the tree that you would see on an African savanna, the Lion King. Yeah, there you go. It's like the opening of the circle of life. Yeah, but a lot of trees are derived of that. People like don't really... The mimosa tree. Most people don't know this,
0: but if Thomas is leading music at Young Life Club, it's really hard for him not to lead you know, There's the circle a calm of life. <laughs> that movie only came out in
1: 1993
0: or something like that.
1: That was my, when I was, That's when I came out.
2: Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, oh.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, that, um, that was so funny. Um, okay. So uh, I don't know that much about the the myrtle and the olive, but okay. I want to talk about this. I will set junipers in the wasteland, the fir, and the cypress together so that people may see and know. Um, may see and know what? The thing that jumped out to me is just like junipers, fir, and cypress, they're like always green. Hmm always green all year long. They're always green. As soon as they're planted, until they're done, they're green. And I like the, I just like the kind of tone painting imagery of that, of like, I'm going to plant something in a wasteland that's going to always be green. Yeah, it's cool. So that you can know something. And here's the thing I want you to know. I will not give up on you. I'm not going to give up. When you're in a time of waiting, Mm -hmm. when you're in a time of of wondering, I'm going to plant something in the wasteland that's going to be green the whole time. The juniper, it's going to sit on the ground. It's going to be, it's going to be like this beautiful ground cover or or bush or whatever, but the fir and the cypress, I'm going to plant them together. It's like, they are going to be green the whole time. And, um, I don't, I do not have a minor in landscape design or anything like it, but I I like, I like that imagery. Mm. I think that's cool. cool. I like that. Um, can we look at something in Luke chapter five? Mm -hmm. Luke chapter five, um, all the way down to verse 33 are we both sick yeah we're both well i'm getting over the reason we didn't have an episode last week is that i was like dying yeah lee was deceased i was sitting where thomas is sitting on my couch but i was in pjs and a hoodie with the hood up with three blankets on me and i was just shivering and wishing oh, i was dead sick boy it was terrible um sorry i i, I want to retroactively bring you soup thank you buddy i'm sorry uh,
1: aunt uh aunt tina made me soup Dang it, I dropped the ball on that. I literally thought it as you were coming back to work. I was like, oh, I should have made them chicken and dumplings. (laughs) Um, Ooh, I I would get sick again for those chicken and dumplings. I'll make them them sick or not sick.
0: Um, Luke chapter 5, starting in verse 33, um, some people were, basically some people were questioning Jesus about, like, why aren't your disciples super hardcore? Hmm. Uh, Why don't they do the really hardcore spiritual disciplines that we do? Yeah. Um, they said to, to him this is to Jesus John's disciples often fast and pray and so did the disciples of the Pharisees but yours just go on eating and drinking they don't deny themselves anything they're just like they're just always they're, there's no discipline with your guys and I don't see them uh, fasting and praying like these other guys do Jesus answered in verse 34 can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he's with them but the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and in those days they will fast. The, um, I, I don't really want to talk about the fact that you know, there, there was a time where Jesus was taken from them and they entered into a different kind of thing. I want to talk about the fact that the way Jesus describes being in a relationship with him is, it's a wedding reception. Hmm. That's what we're doing here. You want to know what it means to have a relationship with the Son of God? You are at a wedding reception, and you're his friend that's what we're doing. He's having the biggest party of his life and he invited you to be there with Mm. with him. You're the friend of the bridegroom. You're at the wedding reception. I can't read that without... Well, first of all, so, so just so we're clear, a life with Jesus, according to Jesus, is not defined by the intensity of your spiritual discipline and how hard you can be on yourself. Number one, it's much more... Um, it's much closer to the idea of loosening your belt and loosening your tie, Mm, filling up your plate and getting ready to cut a rug Mm. like that. That's according to Jesus. Now, dear listener, dear Christian, you can do it any way you want to, I guess. But if you want to do a relationship with Jesus, according to Jesus, it's much more about filling up your plate, loosening your belt and loosening your tie and having a ball. That's really cool to know. Second of all, I just have to say, I cannot read this scripture without thinking of our dear friend, Lauren Roberts, Mm. and The Standard, which is a wedding venue in downtown Knoxville on West Jackson, where Tyler and Lauren got married back in like, I want to say it was 2014. Yeah. um, I think it was like July 18th, 2014. Summer of 2014. So weird that I have that in my head. (laughs) Well, the great thing was when Lauren and Tyler were meeting with the various people they were hiring to help them throw their wedding... They met with a DJ and Lauren um, was like, "I want to know about your playlist." And he was like, "You know, I mean, I've got a pretty standard fare um, these days. 2014, like um, summer of 2014, wedding reception playlist." And you know, and Lauren was like, "Here's the deal. I want people dancing at my wedding. Period. The end. End of sentence." And um, therefore, I'm saying this to you now, and I want you to look at me. N- nothing but bangers. And the guy was like, yeah, 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 no problem. And she was like, listen, nothing but bangers. I don't want any songs where people are going to like relax and walk away and go get some punch or something like that. Like I want, I want people dancing, sweating. The song ends. They're like, whew, I can't move at all and then the next song hits and they're like never mind let's go and like that's what she, she's like that's what she wanted so fast forward to their wedding and summer 2014 we're at the standard you go from like you have the ceremony in this one room the reception is in the room right next to it so the wedding party and the bride and groom are in a line and back in the room where the ceremony was and everybody else is in the reception room and the mc the dj is bringing in the couple's he's about to bring in the couples of the wedding party one by one. And then the bride and groom, and he's playing some music and like, you know, the bride is the last one to come in. It's kind of a thing. It's like, we're waiting to see the bride. Hmm. And the guy's playing some music. Lauren doesn't like what he's on what's on his playlist. She doesn't care about form and function. She doesn't care about tradition. She walks straight into the reception room. People are like, Do I clap? Do I is this it? Is she in here? And she goes, just grabs her dress, walks straight up to the guy, to the DJ, and she's like, I told you, nothing but bangers. And he had to skip the song that he was on. And she was like, Thank you. And then what's, she goes back. Do, do,
1: do, 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 do. How sweet it is to be and she's like, No. No, no not James, James Taylor. Taylor get him out of here.
0: <laughs> not <Nought> but bangers. <laughs> so great. And I, that whole thing, I, I, it's just a sweet thing. Like I was literally reading Luke chapter five a few days back and just thinking about Lauren and Tyler and just thinking about the fact that Lauren as a bride was like, I will not put up with this, not being a party. And in that moment, she was very like Jesus. Like, no, no, no. Knowing me, is a wedding reception. It is a mm. party. It is not about strictness. It's not about straight laceness. It's not about how hard can you be on yourself. It's about loosening your belt, loosening your tie, filling
1: your plate, and having a ball. Mm. I love that. This is funny. I so like I there is a there's a very clear moment in my life when wedding receptions went from uh like like fun to like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I, and there was a, there was a, there was a paradigm shift in there somewhere for me. I don't remember exactly what it was. I think what it was is I got over myself Mm -hmm. at some point in time. I I went from like the idea that everyone would be watching me dance, which like, just think about how ridiculous it is. 150 people are dancing. Right. Well, Everybody would be looking at me, obviously at this other person's wedding. (laughs) Just like, I was such an insecure kid slash, Early twenty something slash like mid twenty something year old, um, and at some point in time that switched, and when it did, it became one of the most fun and freeing things. Mm, I'm glad you said freeing. Yeah, because at at some point in time, my friend Jeffrey Mason and I created a dance because there's just like if you haven't hit this yet, listener, there's going to be a like a six year block of your life where it feels like you're at a wedding every other weekend, and it's like. (laughs) So it, yeah. during that gap, there's only a finite amount of songs that are bangers that you can listen to and dance right. to. And at that time in my life, it was Happy by Pharrell, mm. which just played at every wedding. Absolutely. So Jeffrey and I created a dance to it, and we did it at every <laughs> It was just like, no matter what we were doing, like hors d'oeuvres, drop your plate, run to the dance floor. Oh we are gosh. doing the happy dance. <laughs> and it, it just is like... and. It, in that period i on every, I, be, I was jeffrey and erica's third wheel to every wedding and yeah. we i just, we just went and we took pictures at every wedding together and it was a blast and so um but I, there was a moment there like i said where that became a it was thing a
0: period of time in your life where they were having you over once a week to eat at their house too
1: yeah erica would just be like hey we haven't seen thomas in a while You were just their little kid can he like do we need <laughs> to feed eating? him I just felt so loved by them because they lived like four houses up the street from me. and yeah. um, But I, there was, there was something in there for me that went from like, I, I had, I had to shed some things to get there. I had to shed some insecurities, some, some uh, fear, like whatever, like fill in the blank there. But when I think about myself spiritually, there's some things that have to go for me to get to that place. And I love it. I love that this is what's described as like things I have thought in the past week. Like I, I think, I, I think I, the first thing I wrote in my journal this morning is what is it? I actually believe Lord, mm. because the, the things that I am telling myself right now don't line up with the gospel at all. Wow. So wow. I don't believe That's it. Good. So, it, and like it was, it was so, I just accidentally anyway, there, there, it's so, uh, it's, it's so freeing for me to hear you say this and allude to that. And I'm super grateful for it.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one of those deals where it's like, all right, so what does this look like? Like if I believed that wholesale, if I believed that what Jesus wants in our friendship is he wants me to have the kind of freedom and relaxation and fun that I have at a wedding reception of somebody that I dearly love. It's like, that is so sweet. That would be, it would be so cool to live the rest of today that way with Jesus. Mm. Like how much fun can we have together today?
1: So cool. What a cool question. Yeah.
0: What a cool I love that. way to ask it, mm. you know, just like, oh man, according to Jesus, this is supposed to feel like a wedding reception I love that. among friends. Um. So let's do it that way. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think that would be a really really sweet way to do it
1: mm. thanks
0: buddy thank
1: you you're welcome uh, when I saying? You're I, for-
0: there was something that I wanted there was something I wanted to say that that had something to do with our dear buddy Bob Logan and I can't remember what it was congrats for having a baby oh well I mean obviously congrats <laughs> to earn for having um, sweet baby Keller and they're hanging in there and we love those guys a ton but there was a specific bob related thing that now i'm going to kick myself when i think about it later but um do you think do you think rob listens to this podcast though i
1: don't know i think he fired us at one point i do think he fired us Mm. that's tough that's really stinky it's tough it's all good we have to press on it's fine we have to keep going there's other people who have fired us i'm sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) you should take bags to all the people that fired us yeah
1: thomas is a good baker Um, It wouldn't be that hard. I could just make like one batch of eight. I think we'd be good. (laughs) We'd have like six left over. Because that's, you know. That's the number of people that have fired us. Yeah, because you would have to have people who listen to us to have people that fire us. That's true. That's 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 what I'm saying. That's a
0: really good point. Um, Shout out to our buddy, Ian Gothert, who is the Mm -hmm. reason that you get to hear this. Um, All the behind the scenes things that... What's his title? He is the... Uh, distribution manager distribution manager of ancient and new of ancient and new Ian
1: Gothert is a guy who's like logistics manager that's better yeah
0: he's like the <laughs> supply chain yeah. coordinator yeah he's like the the feeling you get the very first time when you've strung the lights on your Christmas tree and you plug in the tree Ah, uh, I like
1: that he's a good dude oh yeah yeah all right. right well I just usually my thought is please work please work please work And then when it goes on That's what you're saying
0: Yeah When when you have It's not the build up to it It's not the build up It's it's, You you plug it in And proof of concept The tree is lit up And you're like We're here It's Christmas Yeah Here it is Yeah Mm -hmm. I'm Lee I'm Thomas This has been Ancient and New
2: Oh I know what it is To be alone And I know what it's like To leave a home It's turn when I'm in the room It's a silent shame I'm living through But I know who I am today God give me strength God in my way Surely they one day you'll know that it's a beautiful life It's a beautiful life I'm living It's a beautiful life, it's a beautiful life I'm living Oh what love is this that draws me near A child is born through mother's tears It's a beautiful life, it's a beautiful life I'm giving For you Now you know what it is to be alone Son you know what it's like to leave a home Don't take my baby boy from me Oh the shame you'll wear to set us free Now the skies turn a different shade I watch your breaths fade away Surely they one day will know That it's a beautiful life, it's a beautiful life you're living It's a beautiful life, it's a beautiful life you're living Oh, what love is this that draws me near? A child is born through mother's tears It's a beautiful life, it's a beautiful life You're giving for me Oh